the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and I'm your host for the next hour. Let me tell you about Quality Transmission real quick. Quality Transmission is in Tempe. They're on McClintock, just north of University. And the reason why they're on my list of the best car repair shops in Phoenix is because they deserve it. Bob's been in business for a very long time. He's a good guy. He knows what it's like to have somebody talk gibberish to you. He's a former military guy. He's an Eagle Scout. He flew jets in Vietnam. So he's a real plain-spoken, real very genuinely nice guy. And there are times he's going to say to you, the problem you have isn't worth going in to fix. The transmission will probably live another two or three years. And the only thing I could do right now would be to overhaul your transmission and fix that. But in reality... Who knows what's going to happen in the next two years, so maybe you should just drive your car because it won't cost much more then than it is now. That's the kind of guy he is. He doesn't say that to everybody, but he says when it's applicable. So Quality Transmission is a good guy. McClintock, just north of University in Tempe. His name is Bob. Steve is his general manager assistant. Either one of them will talk to you for free and drive your car for free. Richard, when you talked about the recall, tell me the rest of the recall issue. Well, I'm not really sure. It, it some, has something to do with it, but it, it doesn't describe anything that actually what I went through. In okay. other words, it was when you put your key in, it sometimes go to the, goes to the wrong location. Okay, let me ask you a question. When the car doesn't start and you stick your key in the ignition, I want you to tell me exactly what happens quickly. It, I turn it on and I hear the locks click. That's but that's it. all. Okay. All right. Does you have any theft deterrent light or any light on in the dash during that period of time? No. Okay. All right. It's entirely possible that the theft deterrent system doesn't recognize the key, therefore it's not going to let the car start because it doesn't believe that Richard's got the key in his hand. Right. That's it possible. It is a security situation. I know that. Yeah. Okay. If that's the case, then your module is the only thing you have. There's no middle ground here. The uh, only thing you could do is you're going to have somewhere between $75 and $150 worth of diagnostic time at the shop you're at now. Yeah. You can call someone else and just say, if I instruct... Here's, there's a risk associated with this, Richard, because if the first diagnosis is defective and you hand carry that diagnosis to this next shop and you bid, hey, I want to know what the this module and the labor to install it costs, and they say 500 bucks. Well, if you pay 500 and the car still doesn't start, they you still owe them 500 bucks because you dictated the repair based yeah. on the diagnosis from the other guy. Okay. So, but it doesn't hurt you from calling around to other dealers, uh-huh. and this is what I would say, and 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 you know this is what I would do. 
Hi, my name's Mark, and my car's in another repair shop, and, and it doesn't start, and I'm, I'm real sure it's a security system issue, and they said that they needed to put in the theft deterrent module, and the bill, bill was $700. Is that something that you do better? Could you mm -hmm. do it cheaper? Now, if you call another dealer, it's not important that you tell him that you're at another dealer. You can tell him you're at an independent shop. Yeah. And you can play all those, you know, you can do whatever you want. And, and so you might find somebody who says, well, do you live close by to us? Yeah, I'm not too far away from you. Well, let me let me look at that, and I'll call you back. So he calls uh, you back, and he okay, says, you know what? Uh, well, let me ask you one more question, real quick. Okay. Uh, is there any way to disable the whole thing so it doesn't do that? That's the wor That's the bad idea. That's a really <laughs> okay. bad idea. I figured it probably yeah, was. Bad idea. <laughs> okay. uh, you know what? Just go there. I know where there's money. Yeah. Go get your wife's purse, and and look inside. There's going to be some money in there. Tell her she needs to pay her half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good luck. Okay. Bye -bye. Thank you. All right. I want to also read you something. It says here that uh, BMW has recently settled a Fred Federal Trade Commission charge that Ill illegally made warranties conditional on consumers having oil change performed at their dealerships. On March 19th, the Federal Trade Commission issued an administrative complaint against BMW of North America. They said BMW's Mini Division, Mini Cooper Division, violated the Magnuson Moss Act of 1975, saying that many vehicles in, in the Mini Cooper's Vehicles Owner's Manual, beginning with the 2012 models, it says, quote, only many dealers are to perform oil changes, lest the four-year 50,000-mile limited warranty will be rejected. That's a, and this is now the Federal Trade Commission talking. It's against the law for the dealer or the car manufacturer to re refuse to honor a warranty just because someone else did the maintenance or repairs on the car. So as a result of this order, BMW will change its practices and give many owners information about their rights to use third-party services. This happens all the time. It was Toyota filters. Now it's BMWs. And then you got a variety of other car manufacturers and dealerships suggesting that your warranty is not going to be good unless we do all your oil changes, we do all your repairs, we replace all your parts. That just doesn't happen, and it's against the law. Here's an example of something that, that will cause a problem. You have some really cheap oil put in your car that comes out of a can without a label and it damages your engine and there's a direct correlation that's verified by independent experts that the oil caused the engine to fail you can bet your bottom dollar that the dealer and the car manufacturer is not going to step up and put an engine in your car I can think of a couple of other things. There was a water pump one time, a very inexpensive, double cheap water pump, and the water pump impeller came loose, which means the water pump would no longer pump. The oil engine overheated. The customer ignored the Christmas trees of red lights in the dashboard. The customer drove, we estimate, about 11 miles with no coolant circulation, overheated the car miserably. So we have the water pump that failed, and then it was a new water pump, but it wasn't from the dealer, it was from an independent repair shop, and it was in a white box with no name on it. You need to be careful about white boxes with no names, okay? When you buy parts, that's the worst part you can buy. So, we, have, we also have contributory negligence with the customer driving 11 miles when there is the, all the lights are on saying stop. And of course, at that point, the car manufacturer said no. 
So the water pump caused the beginning problem and the customer just continued the problem. If the customer had it pulled over, the customer would have called a tow truck, then we would have just simply said, hey, you got a bad water pump and it belongs to somebody else, and then that shop would have had to fix it. But instead, the customer kept driving the car until the motor burned up. So those are the kinds of issues that are related to parts. There has to be a tie-in. There has to be experts who do the analyzation of the oil, that do the analyzation of the old water pump. There has to be a receipt for the old water pump. There has to be a lot of things that happen in order for the dealer or the car manufacturers to void your warranty. But as far as oil change is concerned, if you put oil in your car and it's of it, it's in a can of, of a that has a name that everybody understands, Shell, Chevron, Kendall, Motorcraft, Mopar, Delphi, Delco. A good wrench, Vaseline, <laughs> Castrol. If it's one of those and it is the appropriate weight, then you're home free. That's it. Um, Castrol is not going to allow you to be told that your engine is bad because their Castrol oil isn't motorcraft. Let me tell you right now, many of you have Honda cars and many of you have Ford cars and you believe that Honda, you should use Honda oil and that Motocraft is the oil that you should put in your Ford. I know for a fact as I sit here today that Kendall makes both of those oils. Kendall is a major oil manufacturing facility. They not only make their own oil, but they make oil for everybody else. Somebody makes Harley-Davidson oil. Somebody makes Polaris oil. Somebody makes Motocraft oil. Somebody makes Honda and Toyota. There's no such thing as a place that sells. Many of you ask about my background, and I'll tell you. I'm a master technician. I've been in the auto repair business. I've owned my own shop for th- well since 1979. However many de- years that is, 20, 26, 20, 30, 35 years, about that, 36 years, about that. Um, I, uh, I'm in southwest Tempe, so I handle the Ahwatukee Mountain Park Ranch area. I handle west Tempe. Southwest Tempe, and I, I handle Chandler and Gilbert. Those are the areas of people that I service. I think it's foolish for you to drive clear across town to have me work on your car. I would rather you go to my website, MarkSalem.com, and look at all the great shops that I talk about on my website. I don't make any money. You can go to a shop and you can spend $100, $10, or $1,000, or $10,000, and I'm not going to make a dime. That's not what I'm about. What I'm about is just helping you identify good repair shops. And when you come from Scottsdale and Sun City, you're going to pass lots of good shops on your way to Southwest Tempe. I'm right on the intersection. I'm a mile away from Warner and I-10 to give you an idea. We, We do good work, and we've been around a long time. But there's lots of shops out there that are just as good or better than we are. But there's a whole lot more of them that have a, the, what we call the noble interest, the noble focus, and that's taking money out of your pocket and putting it in theirs. There is so much car repair work out there that you don't need to be dishonest. You don't need to use scare tactics. You don't need to beat people up. You don't need to scare the single mother. You don't need to talk to the elderly couple about being stuck in the middle of the desert. You don't need to do that. Just identify situations. We had a car come in with 240,000 miles on it the other day. As a matter of fact, this car came from Payson. Craziness. Uh, It needed a set of tires. It needed the air conditioning fixed. And the customer said, tell me what I need to know about this car. It's my daughter's car. And 
you know, what else does it need? Well, we this is what we did. We did an oil change. We did a complete air conditioning replacement. We did four brand new quality tires. What else? And we did a lower hose and some coolant. I don't remember what else we did. The bill was like 2800 bucks. And this is what I'm really proud of my staff because they said she'll have no problem getting through this summer in Payson, but she certainly is going to need belts and hoses before next year, next summer. And if she goes back to California, she'll need belts and hoses before she goes back. So they're saying to her, the belts and hoses look good right now, but we don't think that they're going to last. So here's your window. Your window is the next 12 months. Just the next 12 months. There's no scare tactics there. It's a matter of we're looking into the future and doing the best we can. Your shock absorbers are 100,000 miles. We can improve your ride. It's going to cost you a lot of money. If you're going to keep the car, think about it. If you're not going to keep the car, you're going to trade it in, you're going to turn it in, whatever, then I probably wouldn't do it. If you're going to sell it, let the next owner do it. Because if I put four struts on it and you sell it, my warranty is only to the original purchaser. So the second person doesn't benefit from the warranty. So why don't you have the second person and give them, a, you know, give them $500 towards the $1,000 worth of shock absorbers and let them go buy shock absorbers or let them make the decision. Those are the kinds of conversations your shop should be having with you. It shouldn't be important that you ask them, is this a guess or a fix? They should be telling you. I'm guessing with your money, and it's going to cost you $112 for the guess. I can't fix your car. This is a guess. That's the best I can offer you. Wait till it gets worse and easier to find, or don't do nothing, or $112 guess. Those are your three choices. That's what it's all about. We'll be right back. Bill Bennett feels the fight against ISIS is one step forward and two steps back. It's that, you know, one day it looks like we're punishing ISIS, the next day we're being punished by ISIS, or I say we. I mean, the folks who are fighting ISIS. You know what I'm saying? Say, boy, we've, we've taken back this city, we've taken back that city. Oh, man, real progress. And then, hey, they're, they've got Ramadi. Bill Bennett's Morning in America. Weekday mornings at 3, right before Mike Gallagher at 6. On Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, historian Dr. Steve Carroll returns with his essential Dateline Middle East news analysis and commentary. Learn about the essential news from the Middle East. Dr. Carroll's presentation is not to be missed. Please spread the word about this very important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Okay, forest animals, today is a new day. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow. Yes? Have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. 
Catchy. I like it. Okay, River. Dude. How's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. Perfect for a little riverside shoeless relaxation. Ah, good. Owl, you here? Cool. Who's asking? I am. Look, you know the drill. Sleep during the day, scare the kids at night. Perfect. I love my job. Uh, Oak Tree? Sup? Still in the same place I left you last year. That's what I like. Consistency. Well, it's not like I'm going anywhere for the next couple hundred years. I know. I love it. Uh, Turtle. Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Ugh, he's late every morning. You'd think he would have learned by now to leave the night before our meetings. Okay. Squirrel, has anybody seen Mr. Squirrel? The forest has been preparing just for you. Visit a forest near you today. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right, um, do, do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay, tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. <laughs> the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. It's uh, 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. This is KKNT, 960 AM. And every Saturday between 10 and noon, we talk about car and car repair. I want to tell you about IMM Auto Service in Tempe. They've been around since 1972. And they work on cars that make the rest of us really squirm. Volvo, Saab, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo are cars that most shops struggle with. Now, it's true we can change the oil and rotate the tires. That's not a problem. But when those cars start going haywire and uh, you start them up and the windshield wipers start flapping or you start them up and the air conditioning goes between the air conditioning and heat and air conditioning and heat, most of us are lost. That's why IMM Auto Service in Tempe is so doggone good is because they specialize in Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. So Volvo, Saab, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo, they know those well. As a matter of fact, the other day I had a dealer guy talked to me and said, I'm looking for someone that can handle the old Fiats because we can handle the new ones, but our guys aren't trained on the 70s and the 80 Fiats. And I said, I got just the shop for you. IMM Auto Service in Tempe. So if you have a car like one of those Swedish, Italian, Asian vehicles, Volvo Saab, Fiat, Alfa Romero, really and truly, you should develop a relationship with IMM Auto Service in Tempe. Real quick, let me read something to you. We were talking about, you know, the uh, BMW in their owner's manual that said only many dealers are to perform oil changes. That isn't true. That's not belonging in your owner's manual. Let me read you something else. In Kia Motors in 2012, the automaker claimed that its warranties would be voided if non-Kia oil filters were used in oil changes. The manufacturer's burden is proof not that it nearly merely shows an aftermarket part that was related to the damage. Related is not a good word. It has to be 
caused by the damage. So it's not good enough, and this is a quote from the FTC, the manufacturer's burden of proof is not only that it merely needs to show that there's an aftermarket part that relates to the damage, but that it actually, quote, caused, end quote, any alleged damage. Does the FTC know how many engine problems arguably relate to oil filter function but aren't necessarily caused by any problems with the oil filter? So as long as they don't have to prove causation, Kia has a smorgasbord of engine problems available to go bad, and then they can blame it on the oil filter. And the FTC says, no, you can't. I had a case not too long ago where the 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 uh, car had 10,000 miles on it and it failed and the the dealer said and the dealer wasn't in Phoenix the dealer said that it had a pure later oil filter and it wasn't going to warranty the engine I was able to obtain a, a picture of a, of a dock and there's uh, Hyundai oil filters here and right next to it is pure later oil filters and it, the dock is in a Korean oil factory and in fact the guy that took the picture was willing to testify that the same factory makes pure later oil filters as well as Hyundai oil filters so how can you say <laughs> and, and in, in fact it's the same oil filter but it just has different paint on the shell so that happens a lot, folks. That happens a lot. So don't be pushed around by people who tell you things that, that really aren't true. All righty, Joe, you're up next. Joe, how can I help you today? I have a 2001 uh, Silhouette uh, Oldsmobile minivan. Yes, sir. And they have a, a gasoline filter under there. It's about the size of a automotive coil. Yes, sir. Uh, should that be changed uh, every couple of years, do you think? You know, I would change that probably between thirty and 60,000 miles. Uh -huh. um, how many miles are on your van now? 60,000. I would do it now. But I had it done once about 20,000 miles ago. Um, you know what? I would do it now or in another 10,000 for sure, maybe the next oil change. Uh -huh. You know what to do is, and I'm glad you're keeping your maintenance records, but ask your shop to take a black magic marker and just write the miles and the date on the oil or on the fuel filter. Okay. And then that way everybody knows. You see, as the technicians go underneath there, they look at it and they say, oh, this fuel filter's, well, I know the car's got 61,000 and this was put in at 55, yeah. so it's only got 6,000 miles, so the fuel, the fuel filter's good. But you're right, it's big, it's expensive. You probably spent somewhere between 90 and $110 for part and labor, but it's something that really is in the 30 on the short side, and I wouldn't go past 60 on the high side. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're not they're not very expensive. Are there different brands that uh, they have a couple different brands? Is one brand better than another? I would just stick with a brand of a name that you recognize. Okay. So I I would stick with something like that, and I I certainly wouldn't buy the cheap the the, the least expensive filter, but I certainly wouldn't buy the uh, the the one that's seven dollars more than all the rest either. Okay. okay. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome, Joe. Tom, you're up next. Tom, how can I help you? Hi, morning. How are you doing? Good. Good. I have two questions for you, if I may. Okay. 96 Ford Explorer 5.0, right at 180000 Uh Hot, has a problem with starting cranks, but won't fire. Where should I start looking there? Okay, so when it's hot, the engine's hot, it crank, 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 cranks, but it doesn't catch. Yes. Okay, well, this question is, is spark or fuel? What are we missing? So if you were to take the hose off the air cleaner and you were to stick a, a can of propane up there and open up the valve and count to five and then shut the valve, now we fill the air intake with propane. Now you get in the car, you hit the key. If it starts, runs for a second, and dies, that means we have spark and we're missing fuel. 
Okay. You artificially inseminated the motor with propane. You can use carburetor spray, and sometimes you can use hairspray. It kind of makes a mess, but I, I'd use carb spray or brake spray or propane. I'd do that. So we have to find out you're missing spark or fuel. Once we figure that out, then it's easy to fix it. If it's missing fuel, it's going to be a fuel pressure problem probably related to the pump or the fuel pressure regulator. If it's missing spark, it's a crank sensor or an ignition module or something like that. Okay, great. great. All right, my other question uh, when I grew up, I thought Michelin tires were somewhat of a gold standard, and now I'm finding out they're really not holding up that good. Uh, is there anyone that's done a, a comparison, the mileage, you know, the cost value on, on uh, tires, minivan, car kind of thing? Yeah, I have. Um, I want to tell you that um, if if I if they say the word Toyo tires, everybody thinks of the Japanese flag with a red sun in the middle of it. Okay, but the Toyo tires that we install are historically and typically between 50 and $80 cheaper than the Michelin. Wow. They last every bit as long, and I want to tell you something. They're made in Atlanta, Georgia. They, oh have, okay. they have a factory in Atlanta, Georgia that's 67 acres under roof that makes 55,000 tires a day, and every tire is aired up and every other tire is x-rayed. Salem, my shop, had two defective tires in 2014, and one of them was on my wife's car, and one of them was on my daughter's car, and my son goes, what do you think? And I said, son, don't get upset. Number one, it's better our cars than our customers' cars. We had two defective tires in 2014. We sell the heck out of Toyo tires, and we had two of them. They belonged to our vehicles, and I thank God for that. I thank God for that. So we sell the heck out of toils, but yeah, we got people who want Michelin, and I'll sell Michelin too. The difference on Michelin's on six motorhome tires can be $3,000. Yeah. So now, I also sell Bridgestone sometimes on motorhomes, but on passenger cars and light trucks and the mud and snow tires and the aggressive four-wheel drive tires, I'm sticking pretty close to Toyo. I'll sell other brands if the customer insists that I bid those. But just the other day, real quick, uh, well, I'll tell you the story after the break because it's a funny story, and it's a, a story about my son and I trying to get together on <laughs> pricing and stuff. <laughs> but anyway, the answer to your question is, is Michelin is and continues to be a great tire. I think for the money, the Toyo's a better tire. And, and I want to tell you something else. When you come to my shop, if there's nine Salem family vehicles here, every one of them has Toyo's on it. So I'm not selling you one and putting another on my car. I'm doing what I said to you. We'll be back. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair? The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. My name is Larry, and I'm 78 years old. I would like to share my success with the DRX 9000 Spinal Decompression Treatment at the Scottsdale Spinal Decompression Center. My low back pain raided into my legs and was so bad that I could hardly get out of bed in the morning. I saw three spine specialists who all told me that my lumbar spine was one of the worst they'd ever seen. All of them recommended radical forms of spine surgery. That's when I contacted Dr. Alan Palmer at the Scottsdale Spinal Decompression Center. It was a natural choice because 10 years earlier, the DRX 9000 saved me from a neck surgery that doctors recommended due to throbbing pain in both arms. I have not had any problems since. The DRX 9000 has worked for both my neck and my low back. I highly recommend it, and Dr. Palmer's belief in preventative strengthening helps keep me pain-free. For a free consultation and exam to see if spinal decompression is right for you, contact the Scottsdale Spinal Decompression Center at 480-443-8182. That's 480-443-8182 or online at scottsdalespinaldecompression.com. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... I want to be a... I want to be a... I want to be I want to be a... When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. Let me tell you about another transmission shop that I think the world of. And I want to tell you about Phil because Phil's been at 40th Street in Washington at Automatic Transmission Exchange since 1968. Phil's been around a long time. Just the other day, a guy called me about a differential issue, but it had to do with a 55 Chevy. And I said to him, you have to talk to Phil. Phil knows 55 Chevys. Phil was around at 55 Chevy Day. Phil is a smart guy. Phil knows transmissions like there's nobody else, gears like there's nobody else, old cars like there's nobody else, but he also works on new computerized cars as well because he has a fundamental knowledge. So like I said, Phil and his staff are transmission diagnostic experts. They're trained to know exactly how a transmission is work and how to make it better and how to find out what's wrong with it today. And once the transmission is completed, it goes through a complete list of tests, and it actually, they put it on a machine to force it to operate 
and that way they know it works before they reinstall it into your car. Automatic Transmission Exchange is at 40th Street in Washington. Okay, Tom, on your, uh, I'm going to tell you a story. So it's no secret that um, a shop owner may have some personal friends, <laughs> and I have a couple of guys that are just really, really close cowboy friends of mine. So one of them needed some tires, and I said, talk to my son, Alan. And uh, and so after it was all over, um, the wife said something about, thank you very much for taking care of my husband's truck, um, you know, saved him $100. And I said, great. So two or three weeks later, I happened to see her husband, and I said, do you like your tires that we put on? He goes, oh, yeah. He says, and, you know, you, you really saved me a whole lot of money. And, and I said, well, good. And he goes, um, but my wife wanted to spend that $600. And, and by the way, it's a it's a big dually, and I I said six hundred. Uh, I thought it was a hundred, and he goes, no, it was a hundred dollars a tire. So I called my son and I said, son, we need to talk <laughs> because I thought you said that you saved him a hundred dollars, and I'm thinking over the whole bill you saved him a hundred dollars, but in fact, you obviously used a favor with our vendor because you gave him like a hundred dollars off per tire, and he said. Well, Dad, the difference between the suggested retail price and, and, and what I was able to buy six of them for, he says, and he said, you said he was your good buddy, so he says, I gave him a really good deal. And I said, okay, well, next time, maybe not 100 maybe just $90 off on each tire or $75. I mean, I didn't make anything at all, but, I mean, when there's that much to give on the table, then maybe we should keep just a little bit ourselves. The idea is is that there's lots of good tires out there. I want to tell you that I wouldn't put Toyos or Michelins on somebody's car that they were planning on keeping for another 20,000 miles. I'd put something that's far less money. So it's called a rag tire. It's a tire that's made to just go 20, 25,000 miles and, and be safe and be good, but it's, it doesn't cost an arm and a leg. So it really depends on what the plans for the car is. So to answer your question bluntly, Michelin is still a premium brand. It's just not the premium brand I choose to sell because I can give just as good or better tire at, the, at, at a far less price. And I know the tire's made in the United States, and I know that it's tech, it's teched carefully after it's built. And, um, and the fact that we sell, um, uh, I would venture, 1,000 a year or more that, uh, that you know, two, two defects last year. Thank you, Jim. Thank you very much. Or Tom. That was Tom. Let's go to Jim. Jim, how are you today? What can we do for you? I'm doing super well, uh, uh, Mark. I, I think you, uh, your program does a great service for the Valley, so I really appreciate listening to you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm, a, I'm a senior, and uh, I'm uh, past that point in my life where I have to uh, drive the, uh, the, the newest and the finest and the brightest and the shiniest. Yep. But um, uh, i got a couple questions here. My main one is that I had my air conditioning uh, uh, system replaced. I think about two years ago, I think it was two summers ago, and uh, uh, I replaced it because it was uh, surging and, and the, you could hear the, uh, the thing clicking, and anyway, I took it in and, and uh, uh, they replaced the, the entire system. Uh, now I've got this newer, new system, but it's starting to do the same thing where when I'm uh, stopped at a, a light or something like that, it'll surge. In fact, if I don't have the brake on pretty solid, it'll it could leap me into the car in front of me. So uh, I'm, I'm curious as to what, what that is, or is that the compressor, is that the clutch, or I'm not too mechanically okay. inclined. But... I can help you with that. All right. What's going on in your car is is that we have a low-pressure switch on the air conditioning system. And let me let me say that, let me just pretend that the window is between 30 and 40 pounds, okay? Mm -hmm. So if the window is 30 to 40 pounds, then we're going to just continue to keep power and the ground to the compressor. But when we drop below 30 pounds 
then all of a sudden the compressor looks at the chart and says, oh, and the computer says, wait a minute, I only got 21 pounds on the suction side, the low side, so it looks at the chart and says, no, you should, I, I should turn you off. Well, as soon as we turn it off, then the low side comes up, and then it turns it on and turns it off. You had a leak at the very beginning that, that I am troubled by hearing that you had the entire air conditioning system replaced because when you have a leak and you have a compressor that's cycling, the bottom line is, is we need to fix the leak, which may necessitate the replacement of one component, a hose, a connection, the compressor, the expansion valve, the evaporator, the condenser, but a component that's causing the leak. Once we fix the leak, the system goes back into service. So to replace the whole system because you have a leak is beyond my comprehension. Mm -hmm. Today you have a leak. Go get the leak fixed. All right. All right, that's all. Just tell them. It's cycling on and off. I want you to identify the problem and call me with an estimate. This is not a $1,000 to $2,000 replace everything that touches Freon. That's craziness. All right. We need well. to fix the leak. Appreciate what it. part of town are you in? Uh, I'm in uh, Central Phoenix, really, uh, 7th Avenue and Glendale Avenue. Okay. Well, you got Kelly Clark at 12th and Glendale, mm -hmm. and you got Inman and the Sons at 7th Street in Maryland. Both of those guys know what a leak looks like, and both of them have gray hair, and both of them can fix cars. All right. Well, I can match my gray hair for sure. Okay. Hey, a couple other quick, real quick okay. things here. Uh, in regard to, uh, if I'm driving it now, uh, uh, in normal driving, that's probably not a good thing to do, right? Well, if you can keep the compressor from cycling, I want you to kick the fan speed up, and, and if you get cold, then I want you to drop a window down. But just kick the fan speed up a little bit. And and I suspect you're running it on one or two, and I want you to put it on three or four until you get it fixed. Okay. And that and that will help control the cycling of the compressor. All right. And then uh, on, on a couple, of, you you talked about oil changes earlier. I drive three thousand miles a year, maybe four thousand miles a year, and all that's all. Uh, if I use uh, if I if I use semi synthetic, and you know I'm just trying to just figure out if you, you said that that that's good for like five to eight thousand miles. Can can a guy like myself that doesn't want to go get uh, it changed any more often than need be, can I run semi-synthetic for two years uh, because I'm only driving 3,000 miles a year? Or? Yes, yes. I, I, I want to caution you, though, because there's a lot that can go wrong in 24 months on your car that you're not going to know about that, that's going to cost bigger, bigger, bigger money as it goes worse and worse and worse and worse. All right. So I'm a little uncomfortable about going longer than a year on an oil change. My people in Ahwatukee, I have lots of elderly people in Ahwatukee that I service, and I, I could put synthetic in there and say, hey, 15,000 miles, you drive 3,000 miles a year, I'll see you in five years. But that's not the, in their best interest. Gotcha. So. I would prefer you just do once a year in conventional and visit uh, a trustworthy shop. How about tire rotation and balance? What do you recommend these days? In your case, probably every 8,000 to 10,000 miles. 8, yeah, and that's and and we're we're kind of every other oil change, but the question is is what does Mark consider an oil change? Is it the 3,000, the 8,000 or 15,000? Yeah, and the answer yeah. is is that it's 7,000. So about every other oil change puts you at about 15,000 miles. Are all the rotations these days on the same side, back and forth on the same side? It will depend. You can ask 100 shops and get, uh, f you know, you can get 30 different answers. The The idea is get the fronts off the front and get the backs on the front, and sometimes we cross the fronts. Some shops cross the backs, and it really doesn't make a doggone bit of difference. Right. They can go side to side, forward and backwards. They can crisscross the fronts. They can crisscross the backs. It doesn't make any difference. One last quick thing. How okay. much does a guy have to spend these days to get a, uh, uh, what I would call a decent paint job, not not 
something that uh, is super uh, show. Okay, one to uh, ten. My, my car certain, certain, uh, you know, got a lot of sunburn. Okay, um, on a one to ten scale of five paint job, and it depends on two door, four door. It depends on it's got a vinyl top and stuff. Those are going to start at four, five, and six thousand dollars. A number five. Obviously, you can go all the way up to eight, nine, and ten thousand dollars. But you can also go to some of the shops that brag about two and three thousand dollars. I would talk to the two middle guys. I talk to the shops at two and three thousand, and I talk to the shops at four and five thousand. That's what I would do if I were you. I got to take a break. Thank you very much for calling six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Hi. I'd like to report a bear hug. Uh, okay. Well, before I left my campsite, I was putting out my fire, and out of nowhere, Smokey Bear showed up and hugged me? So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again... And felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He likes it when people correctly put out their campfires. He's pretty big on wildfire prevention. He's just letting you know you did good with a uh, hug. He's a hugger. I just got a bear hug from Smokey Bear. <laughs> Status update! All right, I'm going to let you go now. I've got uh, a lot of uh, ranger stuff to do. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. You wouldn't believe what my life is like right now. 
My son just called me and he's complaining about the $100 savings or the $90 savings on tires and stuff like that. He said it was an addition error, Dad. I made a mistake. I still was going to give your buddy a good deal. And he said, I just made a mistake. And, and he says, and, and, and I recognized after it happened when the customer says, gosh, you saved me $100. I recognized he meant not $100 over the whole bill, but $100 per tire. <laughs> so... And then half my buddies have just texted me and said, um, can I get a new set of tires on my uh, cowboy truck? And the answer is no, 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 I'm not selling tires today. I, I want to share something with you that has worked for me, and I got it from somebody else, and it just happened just, it couldn't have been three minutes ago. There's a private line that moves in, that comes into this building where the radio studio is at, which is our repair shop. We actually have the radio studio in our repair shop. And if you're a customer of mine, you want to come upstairs and look at it, just say something, and they'll bring you up. Anyway, so you ring the phone rings, and I pick it up, and it says, you know, hi, this is so-and-so, and you've won this, or, you know, you've been selected to get a solar recovery system for free, or, you know, whatever, whatever. And this is what it sounds like on my end. This works perfectly. This is the sheriff's office. Do you have an inmate number? And then they go, I'm sorry? Say, this is the sheriff's office. Do you have an inmate number? Because if you don't have an inmate number, you can't talk to anybody, and then and only then your list name has to be on a list. So I need the inmate numbers, and I need your full name and your social security number in order to talk to an inmate. And they hang up 99 times out of 100. But this guy didn't. <laughs> and he goes, pardon me? And I said, this is the sheriff's office. Did you get that? And he goes, yes. He says, all I want you to know is, is that you've been picked for a free solar rooftop thing. And I said, our building is 19 stories tall. Which building or which store do you want to put your solar panel on? And then if you want to do that, you got to talk to the commander. And he goes, you know what? I think I'll take your name off of our list. And I said, you know, that'd be great. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've been doing that for three years, and it works so good. And any derivative of that works just fine. If you can just let them believe that they called some, I mean, you can say FBI, I don't care. <laughs> but if you can just make create the impression that they've called some government agency, and my wife will tell you that the calls to our house have all but gone to all those people from the Democrat Republican Party, from political people, from, you know, everybody who has life insurance, car insurance, everything that had they have for sale, all those phone marketers, you just kind of answer the phone gruffly, hello, and then they give you their pitch, and you have to get, let, let them get a little bit into their pitch, and then you have to cut the conversation short. <laughs> I learned that from somebody and it's worked perfectly for me so hopefully it'll work perfectly for you speaking of working perfectly thompson's auto repair and towing in mesa has been around since 1970 they have ASE certified technicians they know right from wrong brian and thelma is the married couple who owns and operates thompson's and they've inherited the work or the company from their parents the idea is is that this is a two or three generation business that's been around a long time and it's the only auto repair shop in mesa that has passed the muster to be on my list of best car repair shops in the valley so thompson's is at on Main Street, just east of Stapley, and if you live in Mesa and you don't already have a great shop, may I suggest you try Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing on Main Street, just east of Stapley. Bernie, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hi, Bernie. Bernie. Can Bernie? 
Alrighty. Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. 602-508-0960 if you have a car question or a comment or a problem or if you want to tell me just to shut up or whatever. I think next week, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do, we're not going to do cars next week. I want you to call in and tell us what you have for sale. So if you've got something in your garage you want to sell, I'm going to give you like 30 seconds. You're going to describe it, say how much you want, and then give your email address or a phone number. I don't know if you remember that 30, 40 years ago, we used to have shows on radio where it was kind of like a Saturday park and swap kind of show. And I've been thinking about doing one of those shows. I think it would be a lot of fun. So if you want to let me know if you want to vote for that, then mark at marksalem.com. Mark at marksalem.com. Did we find Bernie? Okay. Well, you just keep uh, hanging on. But the lines are open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. One of the things that bothers me as well is television ads that say no money down, no money down, no money down, and because everybody has DVRs now where you can pause the screen, I, I like to read the little fine print, and I see more and more ads, no money down, no money down, lease this car, no money down. The fine print says that you have to pay tax, title, and license, and that, and then if I call, the tax, title, and license is three or four thousand dollars, and yes, you must put that money down when you lease this car. I find that offensive. I find it, why do you say no money down and in the small print it says no, you have to put tax, title, and license. Well, sales tax, pretty close to 10% on a new car, so a $30,000 car is three grand. License plates is probably going to be another grand, that's four. And then they have dock fees. You know what dock fees are? It's that pretty little girl that works inside an office that handles the documentation. When you have a $500 dock fee, that little girl, I don't know what they're paying her, but I bet it's $10, $15 an hour. So somebody's making a heck of a lot of money because it doesn't take that little girl 20 hours to do your dock work. Bernie, how are you, buddy? Hi, Mark. Can you hear me now? Yes, sir, I can. Go right ahead. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, my 2002 Buick, um, I'm having a little problem with the transmission. You know, uh, most of the time it drives, real, you know, shifts real smooth. Okay. But... For no reason, hot, cold, time of day, first started, late started, uh, it'll jerk into uh, second and third gear. It kind of like bangs into second and third gear. Okay. All and right. I cannot put a, a finger on when it does it. You know, I might be able to drive it halfway to work, 40 miles, you know, halfway to work, and it'll be driving smooth, and by the time I get to work, it might be just kind of start banging into gear. Okay. I want you, have you got a pencil handy? Uh, yeah. Okay. This happened to me the other day, and uh, there's a shop that only does wholesale work. He's not on my list of good repair shops because he predominantly backs up shops like mine. I want you to call A&S Transmissions. A&S Transmission. They're up on Rose Lane up north of Deer Valley in the I-17, and I want you to ask for Alger. A-L-G-E-R. Alger. A-L-G-E-R, Alger. Got it. The other day I called him on a, on a car, and uh, I said, you know, this is the problem I've got. This is the symptoms I've got. And he goes, oh, I know what that is, blah, 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 blah. And uh, I said, okay, are you sure? He goes, oh, I'm sure. He says, you, you did the symptoms perfectly. So we pull the oil pan and the harness between the solenoids that goes out of the oil pan through some conduit and then up into a harness the, the wires had all come apart, the insulation had come off, and everything he said I'd find, I found. 
and he diagnosed it over the over the phone. I don't know what's the matter with yours, but I would bet fifty bucks that Alger does. <laughs> and so my my point to you is is call Alger, say Mark Salem said to call you, and tell him about your Buick. And I think you've done a wonderful job. The question I want you to to, to, to focus on is the transmission temperature. Is it cold? It seems to be fine and hot. It doesn't. I also want you to, to focus on the throttle angle. If I soft foot the throttle, it shifts differently than if I drive slightly more aggressive with the accelerator pedal. Uh-huh. I want you to answer those two questions, temperature related and how aggressive on the throttle and how does the transmission, because what I hear you saying is that you have that when it's your number two and your number three shifts are hard they're uh-huh. abrupt oh, not all the time but most of the time let me tell you something else on another car Alger properly diagnosed it and after we did the work the customer when he the day before the customer picked up the job the customer got a recall from General Motors and it was exactly what we had just done on the car and so they took it over to their local Chevrolet dealership, and they handed him the ticket. And the the guy looked at the ticket, compared it against the parameters he's had, and he says, no problem, we'll take care of this. So he ended up getting it fixed for nothing, but he had to pay me, and then he got reimbursed from Chevrolet. I thought that went pretty good. I would have expected they would have hounded me about my pricing for labor, my pricing for parts, but in fact they didn't. So I must have been within the parameters they allowed their dealers to go and I felt that that was a pretty good deal. It was a nice, seamless transaction that had the customer's best interest at heart. So I thought that was pretty good. Your Buick is like that as well. Okay. Now, you said oil pan. Is that the oil pan or the uh, transmission, transmission. Uh, fluid pan? I took the transmission pan off and found the harness from the solenoid packages that actually shifts the, the transmission. And I found all the insulation. As it left the transmission, I found all the insulation gone. And the wires are touching one another. Here's the deal. you got four solenoids in your car, and they have four, and the solenoid is either on or off, so four times two is eight. So you have eight positions. In eight positions, we're going to have park, reverse, neutral, and then we've got three or four forward gears. So we've got these solenoids, and different combinations of on and off gives you all the gears on your on your transmission. So when we have two of them that don't work, or one of them that's sticking, or one of them that's coming on late, or one of them that's shorted, then we have shift problems. But you've given us a good head start because you're talking about only second and third gear, and only after it warms up, I think. Okay? All righty. Mark, love your program. Have a great day. Thank you, Bernie. Good luck to you. Tell Alger I said hi. He just had brain surgery, and uh, he came through it with filing f- a flying colors. Alger worked for me in 1979 as a young man. I think he was 15 years old. And now he's an adult with children and grandchildren. And I couldn't be more proud of him. And I'm especially proud when he says that he got his first start at one of the gas stations I used to run. So um, that was, uh, he's a good guy. And I'm really, really proud of him. Alger Stowers is his name. And, uh, and if you want, uh, Bernie, you can say to him, I understand Mark said you just had brain surgery, and he said that after they drilled a hole in your head that they could look clear through your ear and see out the other side. Is that true? <laughs> and he'll know for sure that you talked to me. <laughs> uh, no, in fact, they found a walnut-sized tumor. They removed it, and uh, he has been perfect ever since. So that's a, a good thing, and I'm really grateful to the Lord and everybody else who had a hand in making Alger um, a, a good person.
uh, uh, put him back the way that he should have been. Mark at MarkSalem.com is my email address. Mark at MarkSalem, like the cigarette, dot com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.